What is up everyone? It's Quinn here. And in today's video, I'm going to be going through my week three wide receiver rankings, going through the top 36 wide outs and splitting them up into tiers. I've already posted my top 36 running backs. So if you're interested in that one, go check it out after this video. But in the running back video, I was talking about how we're pretty thin at the position this week. There are some gross options that are being talked about as like running back twos. I kind of feel the opposite way about the wide receivers. I feel like this is probably the deepest week we have in terms of wide receivers that we really trust starting in our lineups. So I'm excited to jump into these. If you guys have any fantasy questions, drop them down below. If you enjoy the video, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel. But let's jump into tier one. These are going to be your stud wide receiver ones locked into your lineup. We're going to have Justin Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, CeeDee Lamb, Amon Ross St. Brown, and Devontae Adams. I believe Amon Ross St. Brown dealing with a, a toe injury or a foot injury. If he's good to go, he's locked into my lineup no matter what. Now shifting into tier two, we are going to have Jamar Chase, Calvin Ridley, AJ Brown, Keenan Allen, Chris Olave, and Devonta Smith. Jamar Chase gets bumped out of tier one for the short term until Joe Burrow can kind of prove that he's back or back enough from that calf injury. We're not even sure if he's going to give it a go here in week three. So if he doesn't play, you can probably slide Jamar Chase down a few slots. But in like your normal 10, 12, 14 team league, like I highly doubt you have enough wide receivers to actually bench Jamar Chase. So he's someone I'd still be starting. Calvin Ridley down week two. I think he's going to bounce back here in week three. AJ Brown has kind of had a slow start to the season. Not super worried about it. Um, Keenan Allen coming off of a big week two. The big question with Keenan Allen coming into the season was, could he stay healthy? And was he going to regress, you know, as he's getting kind of into his 30s here? So far, he has not been injured and he has not regressed as a player. So as long as he's healthy, I feel like I'm probably going to have him in this top 10 area. Chris Olave, great option, has balled out through two weeks. Super impressive. Um, and then Devonta Smith, really strong start to the season. He's outproduced A.J. Brown through two weeks. Still think A.J. Brown is the better option, but Devonta Smith, a great play here. Now, starting off tier three, I'm going to have Puka Nakua. Now, if you want to put Puka higher than this, I get it. I mean, the dude has been unstoppable through two weeks. It's just a very, very weird spot here where you have a player who wasn't some sort of like highly touted prospect and he's going out and just commanding an absurd amount of volume. Like what he's done through two weeks is really absurd. So I feel like he's got to be in your starting lineups if you're somehow so stacked at the wide receiver position. I mean, maybe you have a tough call with like Puka versus Waddle or Devonta Smith, Chris Olave, those guys. But even though his production has kind of come out of nowhere, I feel like you just got to buy in and really ride the hot hand at this point. If he falls on his face in week three, okay, you know, we kind of reconsider, but week one and week two were crazy. I feel like you just got to keep it rolling with him in your lineup. Then we have Jalen Waddle. Hasn't really done anything crazy through two weeks, but his volume has been solid. His yardage has been strong. He really just hasn't gotten into the end zone yet. We have Debo Samuel coming off of a big week two. Uh, you're going to notice there's kind of a big difference between Debo and Brandon Ayuk. That's just due to uh, Brandon Ayuk being banged up heading into this Thursday game. We're not even sure he's going to suit up. So obviously if he doesn't play, he's just bumped out of these rankings, but he could be a little bit limited. That's why there is going to be a difference between Debo and Ayuk. When they're both healthy, they're both going to be kind of like within a few ranks. Um, so we have Amari Cooper, 
didn't even look like he was going to play on Monday night for like most of the weekend. He goes out, ends up looking pretty impressive. Really like the matchup here against the Titans. So I think he's a nice wide receiver two option. I was really high on Mike Williams heading into the season. He had a nice week two. So looking for him to continue that here in week three, going up against the Vikings. Got T Higgins. He's obviously going to take a hit with Joe Burrow not playing well. He is coming off of a crazy week two, but I still think, you know, Jamar Chase is the better option. Jamar takes a little bit of a hit. T Higgins is going to take a little bit of a hit until uh, Joe Burrow really proves he's totally back. And then to wrap up this tier, back-to-back Seahawks wide receivers, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. With uh, JSN not really having a full-time role, like he's clearly the wide receiver three, I think both of these guys are really strong options as wide receiver twos moving forward. Now moving into tier four, this is going to be a four-man tier. We're going to have Michael Pittman, Mike Evans, Brandon Ayuk, and Christian Watson. With Michael Pittman, he's had a really strong start to the season, two impressive, solid fantasy games. I really feel like he's kind of in this spot regardless of quarterback. Like Anthony Richardson, he's proved he can produce under Richardson. Gardner Minshew is probably going to be more pass heavy, so I still think he can support Michael Pittman. So I think either way, he's like a back end wide receiver too. Mike Evans has been really impressive through two weeks. I'm still not totally sold that like he's the much better option over Chris Godwin. I think they're kind of right in a similar spot, but you kind of just got to ride the hot hand and it is possible that him and Baker, you know, just are the better kind of connection early on in the season tougher matchup here against the Eagles. They really haven't been great against wide receivers and quarterbacks, but I think as a whole, this defense is a pretty tough test against the Bucs. So we'll kind of see if they were just looking solid because they were playing the Vikings or the Bears, or if they really are a decent unit moving forward. And then Brandon Ayuk mentioned him. Um, He'd be closer to Debo if he was fully healthy, but potentially banged up, may not even play on Thursday night. And then Christian Watson, really hoping he does make his uh, debut here in week three. Even though you know we haven't seen him yet, and he was kind of high risk, high reward heading into the season. I feel very confident with Christian Watson once he is able to get healthy, because what we've seen out of Jordan Love through two weeks has been very impressive. I mean, the dude had back-to-back three touchdown games. He's not throwing to a stacked group of weapons. Then Christian Watson steps in, operating as the wide receiver one. He could definitely have some serious upside this season for fantasy. Now, shifting into tier five, this is going to be a pretty large tier. So we're going to go Garrett Wilson, DeAndre Hopkins, Nico Collins, Chris Godwin, George Pickens, Zay Flowers, DJ Moore, Drake London, and Terry McLaurin. This was a really, really tough tier to differentiate between. I think if you know you have D Hop and DJ Moore, I think you can have a legit conversation for kind of you know swapping these guys within this tier. We're starting it off with Garrett Wilson. He kind of saved his week two with a very long touchdown. I think he's very talented. We'll see if this Jets offense can do anything against the Patriots. If you're overly concerned and don't want to play him over these some of these other options, I do get it. DeAndre Hopkins seems like some people are kind of fading off of him after a down week two. He was banged up heading into it with an ankle injury. He played. It's not like he totally fell on his face. Commanded really strong volume in week one. Not a great matchup here against the Browns, but I still think he's like a high-end wide receiver three option. Then we have Nico Collins, back-to-back really strong performances. It looks like he's kind of like the Texans' clear-cut wide receiver one, and they've looked way better as a passing offense than certainly I was expecting. So I think he's a nice wide receiver three option moving forward. Behind him, Chris Godwin. Could definitely see an argument for Godwin being higher. Um, commanded pretty similar volume to Mike Evans through two weeks, just hasn't necessarily hit like the big touchdown or really even gotten to the end zone, which has limited his production. Then we have George Pickens, and I could also see an argument for Pickens being higher. Um, going up against the Raiders, 
He commanded some really strong volume in week two, which is the thing that was kind of important, even though he had like that huge touchdown. Obviously, that's good to see. The concern with George Pickens is that he can make the crazy play downfield. He you know, has crazy catch control, but could he command consistent volume? We saw Deontay Johnson out. He did it in week two. If he can keep that going moving forward, I think he could definitely move up in these rankings. Then we have Zay Flowers. Took a little bit of a step back with Mark Andrews returning to the lineup, but with OBJ banged up, um, I still think this is going to be a solid play moving forward. Also, the Colts have given up a ton of points to the wide receiver position so far, so I like Zay Flowers as a wide receiver three. Then we have DJ Moore. This is probably going to be a game script where the Bears are going to need to have a lot of passing volume. I bet the Chiefs are going to go up early. DJ Moore had a nice week two. We'll see if he can uh, take that into week three. Drake London, another guy with a bounce back in week two. People were completely burying him after his week one goose egg. The uh, Falcons upped their pass attempts a little bit. Drake London, being the talented wide receiver he is, came through for fantasy. Similar thing here against the Lions. I think the pass attempts will probably be solid. I think he's a nice wide receiver three. And then to wrap up this tier with Terry McLaurin, had a down week one, came back with a solid week two. Um, I don't love the way the commanders kind of spread the ball around. It's not ideal for fantasy. Also a tough matchup against the Bills, but I think he's very talented, you know, slotted in here as like a wide receiver three option. And then tier six, just three players in this tier. We have Jerry Judy, uh, Jordan Addison, and Marquise Brown. Heading into the season, I had Jerry Judy right in there with like the McLaurins, the Londons, the DJ Moores. We just haven't seen him put together a strong performance because he missed week one and then kind of at a down week two. So that's why he's going to be a tier below those players, but I still view him as the wide receiver one for the Broncos. And then Jordan Addison, he didn't fully take over the wide receiver two role for the Vikings in week two, but he definitely um, improved on his route participation. I think at this point, like you've seen what KJ Osborne can do. You've seen what uh, Jordan Addison can do. He's going to be the wide receiver two moving forward, whether he solidifies that this week or in week four, week five, it's going to happen sooner rather than later. And he's already proven he doesn't even need those locked in wide receiver two snaps to deliver for fantasy. Two long touchdowns back-to-back weeks, like him as a wide receiver three. And then this final spot could have gone to kind of a bunch of different guys. I went with Marquise Brown, tough matchup against the Cowboys, but he had a bounce back in week two. Very talented player. You're just kind of hoping he can get the volume on an overall bad offense. Some honorable mentions to guys like Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Tutu Atwell, Jacoby Myers, Brandon Cooks. Could have, uh, you know, had a few other guys as honorable mentions, but those are players who, you know, could have slid into like that tier six area. But that's going to wrap it up for my top 36 wide receivers. Like I said at the top, if you want to see the running back video, it's already posted on my channel. Um, any questions, drop them down below. Hit that like button if you enjoyed. Thank you all for stopping by, and I will see you in the next one.